to yet another episode of the Three Wise Guys Podcast. It's your boy, Aria. I'm here with the Lockbow. And Mr. Luke Lu is, is, is not here today. Um, even though this is the inaugural episode from our new, uh, our new place, uh, he, he's out on a little trip right now. So, so we thought we'd give him a, a little bit of space there. Um, but yeah, welcome, everyone. And welcome to you. our new home as well. Yeah, we miss you, Luke. We miss you a lot. And yeah. in in memory of Luke currently, who is not here, you know, he has provided a joke that we can, that we can <laughs> go for. Oh, I'm just going to set this up. Why did the Scarecrow win an award? Why, Arya? Why did it? Well... Now that you ask, because he was outstanding in his field. Arya's like is the fakest shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was giving you the I was giving you the the, the suburban white dad laugh. What was going on with your head? We live in the suburbs now, you know. That's that's oh, what I need to. Geez. That's what I need to imitate. Oh, <laughs> like, like we live in the Toronto <laughs> suburbs. Okay, that makes me feel better. Toronto's now. Suburbs. fully like our street is like fucking suburbia heaven. Like, why? Like my neighbor said, "Oh, like yeah, it's like Sesame Street." I don't know if it gets any. Yeah. Worse than that. <laughs> that wasn't really a selling point. It's a beautiful neighborhood, but that wasn't really what I wanted to hear coming into. The yeah, stage. I was. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I, I'm sorry. Like, I grew up in Nigeria. I didn't really watch Sesame Street. My parents thought it was dumb. It's okay. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <good joke. laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I, we need a <laughs> we need we need an extra person. We we should open like we should hire someone to just come and do all the sounds for us in the middle of the episode. Pull up all the Are you listening? Ladies and gentlemen, Arya Gaby. Okay, let yeah. me let me just let me just so that was that was Arya's mindset in life, like in a simple sentence. Right there. Just pay your way out of whatever you can. Yeah, but okay. hey, man, what, hey wait, wait. let me let me give everyone's descriptions. Luke's mindset in life is send a joke in even when you're not in the pod. <laughs> and Delapo's mindset is <laughs> come for the pod that you're supposed to come for every Monday with a joke, without jokes, <laughs> like half, like most <laughs> yeah, of the time, <laughs> and then quit you. halfway through. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can we just stop there? Can we just stop there? <laughs> you know, if anything, I'm adopting more of a Delapo personality because technically, what I just said was send me the book. <laughs> oh my god yeah For, uh, yeah like if you want to su- summarize me in what how many words is that <laughs> three four send me the bill four words four yeah. words okay yeah so yeah that's me but yeah no, i was just gonna say like only luke like luke is one of the few people i ever know that would not be like you know at an event or something and, like be like yo like send <laughs> send something from me <laughs> i mean this send is- a joke like this is very inadvertent, actually. So I was on the phone with the okay. earlier, you know, and I was, I was catching up with him. I was telling him how much I missed him and everything. And um, oh, look at that. I was, I was like, not you on sound, this call. <laughs> I was, yeah, no, you were in another call. You were doing, uh, you were doing an interview. And oh. uh, at one point, I was like, you know, you you seem a bit down, you know, like you seem, you know, like uh, you just sound different. And he's like, do you want me to tell you a joke to prove to you that, you know, like, I'm, I'm okay? I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's what he developed for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, wow. Well, I was like, this is going this... on the pod. 
You know what? And the thing is, like, I'm actually impressed because, like, I remember I, I should have been studying when I was when I had like the reins. Like Luke <laughs> studies for this, like, like house, and like all I'm hearing out of Luke's room is like, you know, stand up. Like he was just playing stand up comedy off of the mm-hmm. speakers. I was like, damn. Like kid is really out here studying the greats. <laughs> like you know, like I mean, this was like a couple hours of just like pure stand up. <laughs> I'm like, that's how you know someone that takes their job seriously. Um, yeah, hey, we all have, hey. like, well, I, I can't say we all. I can just say I have a couple of things to still learn from Luke. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Well, um, so, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, bring you on our week's journey with us. We did uh, not as hectic of a move as I, as I had anticipated, I'll be honest. Um, I know we essentially had to, you know, disassemble these entire apartment on the day of moving. Um, but you know, excuse you, don't misrepresent me. (laughs) Okay. Like, no, yes. Okay. Half. Yes. They disassembled (laughs) half of my apartment. The other half I graciously packed. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, but, it was the kitchen with barely anything in it and a living room with barely anything in it. Yeah. And we had to take the and we had to take the yeah. And we had to take the couch out to the garbage still. Which took oh, like forty minutes goodness. on its own. And it's okay. No, it's okay. It didn't, it didn't take forty minutes. Maybe it took like at least like took like thirty. Yo. I promise you, we got to my house at twelve and we left at one thirty-two. Like, 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 there's, there's chats, there's chats to verify Maybe. this. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'm sure. Yeah, it's like I was actually even gonna give the like before you fucking started shitting on me. I was gonna give the boys a bang up job for fucking <laughs> packing up a downtown apartment in an hour thirty minutes. Like, I literally was gonna. We got it all done. Like packing if. If anything, like I might even let you lie and say like you packed the whole apartment because then it'd be impressive. <laughs> and three, three wise guys. Well, that's that's where the wise part comes in, you know. Unpacked or packed up a whole apartment in like an hour thirty minutes and like two U-Hauls. There was also a game of Tetris played in between with the U-Hauls yep. as well. Like you yep. know, we knocked that out pretty quickly. And even I, the unpacking too, we had that out like. Quick. If even though like niggas that kept getting distracted by niggas, I mean you. <laughs> I was but, moving. Yeah, I was moving. I was moving and cleaning. I was moving and cleaning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was injured. I like, was injured. I was moving and cleaning. I was moving and cleaning and injured. And yeah, injured. And, but, and sick too. Keep that in mind. All those uh, things going on. Of course. <laughs> nah, but but you were a champ. You were a champ. In fact, uh, we so all were. We all like, were. Uh, it was it was a it was a valiant effort through and through. Honestly. Um, no, yeah. we got we got in and out. We we did everything. It was it was a good time. I remember at one point. Um, I started realizing how much stuff like you actually had, uh, and then I was like, okay, I need to take a quick break and go into the truck and just move I everything saw around. Yeah, I just uh, I went and restructured the entire truck, and I was like, okay, now it's that's the game of Tetris I was talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This dude packed like you know, it was like, yeah, I'm just throwing everything. It was cool. I knew we we're gonna rearrange it. I was just like, I knew there was like enough space. Like, yeah, you just had to like rearrange and shit. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, it was, that was dope. Good. But I was gonna say, like, I mean, essentially, uh, when was our last pod? Like, because I remember we potted on like a random day, like maybe Thursday or something. No, it was last or, Monday. We potted last Monday. Really? Yeah, we did. Okay, never mind. Yeah. False information, guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, but just saying, like, the whole week right after that, I felt like, like we took the whole week off, or like half the week off. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It was it was kind of a little bit of a weird week, and like you know, I spent two nights at yours, and like three. Like it was. I remember at some point it just felt like a five or six day weekend where I couldn't mm-hmm. rest. Which is like the most annoying type of weekend because <laughs> it was like there's just always shit to do. Because I think I got off work on Wednesday, so Thursday I don't. I think Thursday was the day we moved. I don't know what happened, but Friday we were moved, doing some moving shit as well. And then I think I went out and partied on Friday as well. You did. And then Saturday, <laughs> you, yeah, think? Was there was you think you went out? I know you went out. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, the days are getting blurred. Like I don't remember what happened on Saturday, honestly. What happened on Saturday? We went to we bought a TV from uh, the Best Buy. 
and we went to Ikea oh. and we had lunch and we bought some extra stuff and then we came back and truthfully oh Luke made his dinner on Saturday night that's right okay okay yeah Luke made his yeah. dinner okay yeah, yeah. Dinner. first day eating dinner okay and then what happened Sunday I only remember Monday I think Sunday I was in bed most of the day I think yeah. Sunday was our uh, was our concert. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, we oh, went to go see Nas and Wu Tang. Oof, that's, that's true. We'll get into true. that in a little bit. We'll get into that in a little bit, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, the, so the weekend was a blur for sure. Like I think I had yeah. I only worked like one day last week, and because <laughs> <laughs> like I was like I was Oh yeah, my injury. I was doing stupid things. So I've learned something about myself, you know, and mm-hmm. it's that. I have a very competitive motor, you know, and when I play sports and I just like do things that everyone else is taking casually, I tend to, you know, I'll, I'll put the effort in, you know what I mean? If we're just playing volleyball like that, you know, like I'll, I'll, I'll do, guys, I'll, I'll do bicycle kick here and there, you know what I mean? Fuck it. Why not? You know, and I guess maybe when like, I'm, I'm not old by any, by any means, but you know, I feel like my body is not as, um, uh, durable as it used to be you know uh it's just like you know like i need to stretch before things which like i, I stupidly did not do before playing so mm-hmm. i ended up like essentially twisting the upper part of my thigh where it connects to my hip and it was just like, like I, it was just i'm sorry pause pause like describe <laughs> that again like ladies yeah. and gentlemen listen to what this <laughs> <laughs> I, I i stepped down with my left foot and I went to go grab something, a ball that was flying with my right hand. And my left foot went to the right. And my body went too much to the left after I grabbed it. And then it just it just didn't land right. You ever twist your ankle? It happened, but just higher up. You know? It was like an ankle twist. But so he twisted his thigh. Yeah. Ladies uh, and gentlemen. Like that's yeah. that's where we're coming to. That's he where we're coming. Twisted his to. thigh. Yeah. Like you need to understand this dude calls me at work on Monday, like first day my manager's back in <laughs> to tell me, yo, like I see Arya calling me, so I'm like, yo, let me step out, let me go pick this call, it might be important. Oh and like he's like he's like, yo, I got some bad news. I'm like, fuck, we're supposed to be moving this week. Like, what is this thing gonna hit me with? And he's like, Yeah, like I'm injured. Like <laughs> I can't move right now. I think we need to hire movers. Like, I don't even remember what my reaction was, but like your was reaction like, was to <laughs> not believe me immediately until I got mad. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this nigga did not. This this dude did not just call me to tell me he had some fake injury. And now it was no, it was not fake. It was it was a financial call. I was like, can we afford movers? Can we spend money on movers? And truthfully, the answer is no. We can't afford movers right now. And I was scared. I was in bed all of Monday. Like I didn't move, and then. Tuesday felt a little bit better, but like by Wednesday, it was like my third day in a row, like not moving too much. And I had the day off. So, and I needed to pack everything on Wednesday. So I was limping, but it worked out. And then I powered through and had a couple of Advils and everything worked out. Yeah. So Wednesday yeah. he was limping by Sunday. He was jumping fences. Yeah. Miraculous oh, yeah. recovery. Miraculous. So, yeah. Like I'm happy in fairness to him. Like he did have a limp. And it was hilarious. Like his mom was like, oh, stop walking like that. <laughs> like, what can I do? It hurts. It hurts. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> mom was like, stop embarrassing us. We're walking with you. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> peace. Oh, let me geez. live in peace. Let me, let me ex- yeah. express some pain. You know, this is how I keep myself yeah. from projecting on motherfuckers. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. But no, right. it was good. It was, it was good. good. Overall, good move. Um, no, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. And now we're settled for the most part, you know. And uh, it's just a matter of, of getting our bearings right. So to everyone out there who's moving right now, I wish you all the best because it's definitely a all the best. Yeah, no, it is. Like I was gonna say, uh, the results of my move came in today in the form of I believe like five or six zits on my forehead. <laughs> So like you know, like I did something, guys. Like I won't lie, I feel like the last time I broke out this much was when I first moved to Toronto, probably. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. Fun yeah. times, fun times. We'll get some it's over. And I will say, 
Hyaluronic acid, hyaluronic drops we get on your face. I like it. Oh yeah, I do yeah. like uh, from uh, Good Molecules. Is that where it's? I I do I use the ordinary, like uh, you know, like the oh. Decim stores and everything. That's all. That's all the ordinary. That's that's the one that I like. Uh, shout out the ordinary. Yeah. Yeah, first off, yeah, me and this man should not be talking skincare. Like, this kind of, like, hurts on, like, our man cred a little bit. Nah, bro, like, this is all about being a man. We, we, need to, we need to make skincare for men okay. You know, that's, that's, that's important, bro. Like, I'm trying to look good in my old age. There's nothing not manly you know about that, you know? You know what? You're you're absolutely right. I'm I'm thinking super archaic, like now. Like, um, this is the 21st century. It's okay, fucking not even okay. It is advised. Advised. That you have a skin. That you have a skincare routine as a man. A lot of men have a beard routine. You might as well just make you know incorporate a skincare one as well with yeah. it. You know what I mean? Hey, actually, that's that's you know now that you bring that up, I'm speaking to all my bearded dudes out there who are not paying attention. Okay. Like you, you still need to take care of the skin under your beard. You know, it's it's mm. not like you're just taking care of beard shit. Like you need to wash your face into your beard as well because that skin still mm. exists and it's doing shit for you. You know, like that's mm. people neglect it because they have a beard. They're like, oh, I just won't do shit, and then they get flaky and whatnot. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, take care of your fucking the skin under your beard. I would know nothing about that, but I know you should do that shit, you dirty fucks. Yeah. You dirty you fucks. Get to it. Dirty motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> get to it. Get to it. Get to yeah. it. And we both use the same sunscreen. We both use oh, the, yeah. the La Roche Posay. Shout out La Roche Posay. That shit is way too expensive, man. It is. Like, fuck. Like, it is. like, it's way too goddamn expensive. Like, yeah, men, by the way, yeah, like, I mean, I feel like, yeah, as men, we don't spend money on dumb shit, but like, we do also <laughs> dumb shit. Like, yeah. never mind. Yeah, we do we spend, spend money on a lot of dumb shit, bro. <laughs> electronics, are they really dumb? I don't know. No. Are, yeah, yeah, what about strippers? So. I don't know. I feel, personally <laughs> I feel personally attacked right now. What is wrong with strippers? This, is, this no, conversation it, is unfortunately going to go there now. This is not part of the pod plan. Okay. Right. Right. To follow up your question, I'll ask a quick question, right? Like, you're like, men don't spend things on dumb shit, right? So, like, what is something <laughs> dumb that you, that, like, aside from strippers that you spend money on? And tell me why it's dumb. Ah. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I think I think like okay, you wouldn't think that partying. I don't know. Partying, I like yeah, you, you know, partying. Yeah, people. It's not a lot of people would consider partying some dumb shit to spend money on, right? But you know, Uber-ease. it's it's not like the like what is inherently wrong with partying, right? So there's nothing inherently wrong with strippers, but it's not the smartest financial decision. <laughs> 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 you know what? I'm not gonna win this <laughs> argument. I rest my case. I'm done. Whatever. Shout out to strippers, though, man. Like you don't yeah, make man. think about how dumb the purchase was after I'm done. If that makes it any better, honestly, girls got to make a living. Like, it's funny. yeah. <laughs> you know, that wing stop we bought last night was was dumb. The wing stop last night was dumb. <laughs> just, just what do you mean? We need to eat. I know, and I can see. It. Oh my god, Arya is just trying to embarrass me. Okay, <laughs> no, there was, there I, was, I didn't put any blame on you. You just exposed yourself. No, okay. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, I, I gotta tell the story. I gotta tell the story now. Right. So, like, at a new spot on Bloor, there was like. It's fucking my dream, like honestly. Like there's a wing stock and a Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke. If there are any racist fucks out there. <laughs> that one lady at the end but, she sounded a little bit extra racist. That one lady at the end. Oh god. But yeah, it's fucking weak stuff at Popeyes on opposite corners. And I think Luke, by the way, yeah, Luke left us alone. He left oh, yeah. me and Arya alone. So we're bonding right now. We're becoming friends. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we get we went on a mission yesterday. Arya was gracious enough to do me a favor. And uh, what's it called? We come back and my dumbass, like while we're in the car, forgets to remind him that yo like i'm hungry let's go get some food up the street right so we get home i think we change we do a couple things we're both in the basement i think prepping for today's work 
And I'm like, fuck, I'm hungry. And he's like, yo, I wish you told me sooner. <laughs> I was like, ah, fuck. Long story short, now there's a decision to be made. Wingstop or Popeyes? I go with Wingstop. Arya goes with Popeyes. And, like, the truth is, like, backstory. I've been talking about Wingstop, like, since we moved here. <laughs> yeah, before we moved here. We're like, what is a Wingstop down the street? <laughs> <laughs> it was one of the things that made the house attractive. Not because of anything other than the fact that, like, Wingstop is, like, like with Rick Ross and shit. And, like, you know, like, I got popular in the pandemic. And it's, like, a U.S. franchise. I'm like, yo, we got it in Toronto. And, like, I was never going to come to Bloor just for Wingstop in the past. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've, I've been trying to push this Wingstop agenda, and Arya's been shutting me down. He's always like, yo, I'm so excited to go to the Popeyes. Just whenever I bring up the wing spot, wing stop, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So now we have the choice. Like the moment of truth comes along and I'm wing stop, team wing stop. He's team Popeyes. You know, we wager a little bit. And then I'm like, yo, what's your beef with wing stop, man? Like, like just chill out. Like I've had Popeyes. I know what I'm getting. Let's go get the wing stop. And, and with this, like I stubbornly walk out and like, no, not like walk out, like walk all the way to wing stop. To go pick up the wing stop, paid for the wing stop. <laughs> now I'm thinking, I guess strategic on your mind would be like, oh yeah, do you want to pay for this? <laughs> you want that for bag, the wing you know? <laughs> Yeah. I pay for the wing stop. We get back home. We fucking muck the wing stop. Mm. And the first thing after, like I say, <laughs> like right after we finish eating, is like, huh? <laughs> Popeyes would have been better. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, I take it back. <laughs> they take it back. But you know what? Like, we still tried. That was my first time having Wingstop. Was that your first time? It was my first time as well. It was my first time. Yeah, and, and now I know, like, it won't be my last time, but it'll be mm-hmm. one of the few times that I try Wingstop. And Popeyes will be seeing me a lot more. So, yeah. yeah, uh, and Popeyes right in the bottle of the corners. Yeah, for everyone who might be curious, we got the lemon pepper and the hot buffalo. Those are the two flavors we had. So lemon pepper is always like a good indicator because you get to really feel how the meat was cooked and everything. And it's not like overwhelming with sauce. So it's like, it's like, oh, it's just lemon pepper. You know, like how can you fuck that up? But it was funny. Like we, we fucking, we, if you were just looking at us while we were eating, you'd think we had eaten in like three days. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, we didn't eat it. We mucked it. Like we, we fucking finished it. Yeah. Like destroyed it. And then. There's a little bit of silence, and I was like, that was okay. You know, was, was, was like, is, this, is this what it means to be a Gen Z now? Or is this what the 21st century is? Like, we just have so much stimuli when it comes to food, so much access to everything. We finally get a wing stop, and like, it's a brand new franchise and a new market, everything, all these exciting things about it. And I was like, yeah, it's okay. It's wild because that was both our conclusions. It was like, ah, mm, yeah. that was special. <laughs> It's all advertising. I had the Popeyes on video. I would have probably been moaning a couple times. Probably moaning a little bit, thinking about it right now. Oh, but, yeah. Um, okay. And that's probably about food. We gotta go grocery shopping after this. That's not a smart idea. Um, Pause. Before we go yeah. further, I'm gonna say, yeah. like, wait, wait, viewers. Oh shit! Oh, I thought you. No, meant no, pause yeah, for no, us. no, no, not pause for us. Yeah, go yeah, for it, like go just for, for the viewers. This is me trying to my attempting to break the fourth wall. I feel like our podcast content is gonna change like significantly now. Like it's really gonna be lifestyle content because I'm thinking about like this is 20 minutes in now and we've just been talking about like our weekend from two perspectives and I feel like yeah, a lot of the podcast content is gonna be like this. So. Yeah, enjoy the ride with us. Like, I don't know yeah. how it's going to change, but like, I can feel it changing already. I don't know. I don't, I think it's changing for the better. I think the chemistry is a little bit better. Like, I know when you're in a bad mood, you can like fix and move podcast times and shit like around. Uh, we can talk shit about Luke. Um, yeah, it's already like <laughs> a good episode so far. <laughs> so far, so good. I'm really happy you said that. You know, it's like this, 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 like, you know, what this actually makes the, the intro to this whole like episode like a lot easier because it's like, yeah, you know, we, we just moved in, you know, we're letting you guys in, and 
um, yeah, D, you're like you're right. I do feel like things are going to change for the better too. You know, like we're we're going to be around each other more often. We're going to brainstorm more often. You know, we're going to have fresh things to think about. And if anyone's listening right now and you're bored about hearing about like Wingstop and Popeyes, well, we're probably going to do other exciting shit too. So just yeah, keep listening. Yeah. And fuck you. And fuck you too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah like, I can say that. Maybe not Arya. Yeah, <laughs> I'm <it's> telling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck am I talking about? No, just you're here. the producer. Ari is just here because he knows how to use a computer. <laughs> no, no, no. It's called producing. No, producing. you. But you fully, you fully are the producer of this podcast. Mm. Like you, 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 you arranged. You got us the entry theme. You kind of helped do the format. Like, you know, like, uh, like no one, well, Luke now knows how to operate this, but still we know it's you. You're our moderator. You kind of like, you know, enforce the joke and, uh, what's it called? <laughs> the the highlights. The joke and the laughs, you know, you manufacture fake laughs. You know what I mean? You fully are the producer, okay, buddy? Like, if anything, like, you can fire me and replace me with, like, some actual talent. <laughs> I don't think this is going to happen. Just, but you know what? Now that you mentioned all these things I do, I'm going to make sure you have more things to do. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it until now. <laughs> Silence. Look at the face on this man right now. <laughs> Talent will uh, suffer. Talent will suffer. <laughs> <Talent> will suffer. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, but sorry, speaking, yeah, of talent, speaking of talent, we saw the most magical show. Okay, I'm going to be honest. Like, of all the con- we saw a lot of fucking concerts this summer, right? And if I had to choose the best ones, like, I think my top three is. Berna, Kendrick, and Nas. Like, and I know Wu Tang was there too, but I genuinely, I'm be just completely transparent. I fully enjoyed Nas more than Wu Tang for that show. Mm. Like, Wu Tang came out and rocked it for sure, but I was like transported somewhere else when when Nas was coming through. And, and I don't know, it was just like it was a lot of songs. I would say, like, I remember we were we we left at one point to get a beer. You know, it was yeah. me, it was <laughs> D, and it was it was our buddy Peter. And I heard Memory Lane come on at one point, and I started mm-hmm. jumping in spot. I was like, "Nah, D, like D's waiting in the line. I, like, I gotta go. I gotta go. Like, <laughs> I gotta go watch this." Song. And I sat in the corner and I like just watched it, and I was mesmerized, and I'll never forget that. It was honestly incredible. But just shout out to shout out to Canada for actually making music like this popular and like making it big enough that they'll actually come out and do a show here. You know, like that shit is huge. That shit is huge. And like, no, just to like echo that, like, I really love that concept. First off, shout out to Budweiser stage. Okay. I had never been of all the venues we went to. And I think like I've been to a decent amount of venues in Toronto history, Phoenix, uh, the fucking grounds, Budweiser, ACC, Mm. like what? That's like five venues off the top. Like like, I've been to this summer, Budweiser, was by far the best. Like, like, I mean, like, yeah, like, like just like, I just love the setup. Like, you know, like it was never cramped. They packed out like over 10,000 people. 15,000. Yeah. About 15,000 people there. And it didn't even feel like that. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like, like the only time when I was reminded of it was when we were leaving. And it was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) People. There's 15,000 people walking at the same time. (laughs) Literally 15,000 people walking at the same time. It was like, Oh shit. Okay. That was like the only time there was like space, like, you know, like the way it's set up in the half outdoor, indoor. And like, this wasn't the peak of summer anymore. Right. It's in the evening. Mm -hmm. It was so cool. And like, I felt like, you know, sometimes concerts are loud. Like this one was loud, but it wasn't like air bursting loud. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's just the way it's set up. Like the music wasn't, go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't want to like, cause this is just a small point to this. I don't want to like hold on to it, but I thought that when I thought that some of what the Wu-Tang clans, like mics were set up, were not like the most ideal. Like, and I, and I know that's the way that they do it. That's their style and everything, but it, it just, I just didn't think it worked out well with the acoustics that I had set up. Sometimes it just sounded a bit screechy. Nas was perfect. I'm telling you, yeah. like, Nas was perfect. It didn't, it wasn't too much or too little. But I, it was a big question when we take it. In fairness to you, you're right. It was a little bit screechy, but that is their sound. It Like when they were performing, it sounded like I was listening to a tape live. 
And yeah. like, like, you know, like, and when I say a tape, I really do mean a tape. So like, it wasn't like clear cut vocals. There was a little bit of like, you know, like static there, but like, that's kind of the sound. Like it's grungy, you know, it's fucking New York street, like nasty, like ghetto rats kind of sound. Yeah, shout out New York. <laughs> but they need to talk more about the ghetto and the rats there. And that's the sound that they brought to with them. And like, it was just incredible. And then I, so like, remember you, you went, uh, you went from memory lane and then I don't remember what was going on. Like what song was playing when you came where I was standing and you tapped me in to grab my beer. I don't yeah. even remember what song it was, but like, I was like fucking standing on the railings and I was just going, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching you. you me and Peter came up behind with the beers and like, you were just going ham and I was like, I found him. You know, but I don't want to disturb him. I don't want to disturb him. We went over to the side. On the other side, I set up. I started doing the same thing. Like, yeah. I just waited until the song was done. I actually appreciate that. Because I was like, oh, shit, you guys are behind me? Like, yeah. Blacked out for like a quick three minutes there. But yeah, yeah no, was it, was, it was an incredible experience. And I remember I was talking to a friend and I was like, I'm not going to the Nas concert like to like go like even though I was like you know moving a little crazy I was like not to go scream and shout I was going there to get serenaded by Nas and like I feel like I did at some point like the show became intimate like his energy was where exactly needed to be like shout out to Toronto for like responding because you know there's sometimes like I've been to concerts where uh, I remember day two of uh Toronto's Firefest, uh like I forget it. Don't forget even know, don't even say the name. Yeah, they yeah, shall not be named. They shall not be named. But day two, like I I've seen like performers like literally begging the crowd for a yeah. response. You know what I mean? Literally, I mean literally. I'm gonna leave if you don't say yeah. anything. Get <laughs> <laughs> the fuck off the stage, damn it. <laughs> we don't want you to say, like, don't you get that? You want you to say, I go, who the fuck are you? <laughs> <laughs> yo, I do remember that. But like, yo, like, like the crowd gave Nas all the energy he needed, and like, like I know I gave him as much as he needed, like from my seat. And then, like, I remember the Rizzo was on something. That oh. dude must have popped like four or five champagne bottles on stage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just kept doing that. Like, yeah, and. I was going to say, I feel like the funniest thing about like Wu-Tang Clan, and I guess I knew it was going to happen, but it was hilarious seeing it happen, was that a bunch of niggas were going to be on stage. You know what I mean? There was like, I've never seen so many niggas on stage. At least not like that. Like usually if it's a choir and a band, it's like, you know, by the side with dancers, but this was like not dance. It was just niggas like walking around, like standing in formation. Like, you know what I mean? And like, I did imagine, I was like, are they really going to put like nine like dudes on the stage? nine dudes on a stage with like nine mics plus nas like all yeah. like there was a point where they were all on stage like performing but it was, yeah, it was definitely like a classic like hip-hop performance right because like yes. the whole thing is like you're you're only on stage if you're the dj or if you're an mc like you got a mic in your hand or if you're you're spinning the disc you know and that's exactly what the entire night was like when Nas came up to do his tracks it was solo there was not a single soul on stage except nope. for Nas and I appreciate that kind of performance yeah. I appreciate yeah. it Don't remember, it's cool when they bring extra stuff out you know but if you're able to command an entire like 15,000 people just you by yourself on the stage, yeah. that's really impressive yeah. man like I yeah. gotta give you yeah. Yeah. Nah, he did. He really commanded us, honestly. Like, and like he was reading and reacting to the crowd. And I was just gonna comment on like the excuse me, the classic hip hop set with the raised DJ platform yeah. and the DJ there, and he was scratching too. Like, yeah. you know, like man, I remember he was like there was actually like a DJ scratching at some points yeah. in the performance. And I remember Nas was trying to freestyle a little bit, but like the crowd kind of got out of it mm-hmm. a little, and then he stopped. But like, yeah, nah, it was it was it was a really nice concert. But yeah, I would say also- that's my top three. Huge, huge plus to this concert that I don't see a lot of like hip hop performing. They had a live drummer, and he was kind of like tucked did, in, like did. right behind the they DJ, did. or like right underneath the they DJ. Did. Yeah, and like, the whole time I was like wondering, I was like, "Yo, these drums, they sound so nice." You know, it's like did you, you you can tell a huge difference between like when a drum is playing and when it's like from the studio, like the DJ set. You yeah, know, and yeah, it's yeah. like 
Oh, it was. Just, it just fits so well. It just fits so well. Like the whole thing just sounded like it was a mastery. It was. It was. It was really, really well done. Like minimal. Like I really like it when the stage is set up in a way that's attractive, but like minimal. You know, you don't need to use the entire stage. You just need some ambiance. You know, you want people to focus on you, and I just, I just like that. I just, I respect yeah. it a lot. But, but yeah, yeah, all in yeah. All, great concert. Great concert. Great concert. Great concert. So you know we. Like, yeah, we're, we're about 30 minutes into this. And I know we wanted to talk about, like, moving and, like, getting a new place. Like, there's some new things about... And, you know, the reason why we bring this up is because we know, like, some of the people listening are moving. Or, you know, if you're not moving, then someone who's going to listen to this in maybe a year or two is, is moving. So, you know, they, maybe this is for you. They're sharing our experiences. But, you know, as far as Luke and I go, we left home and we came here. We each left from a suburb and moved to, like, a city suburb. But, you know, D made a huge transition moving from the city, like, outwards a little bit, you know? And so, in, in a way, it's affected us, like, kind of differently, but it's it's just kind of cool to see. So, it's like, uh, D, I was going to ask you, like, what's been the most, I guess, not shocking, but, and we're going to use our word of the week, jarring thing from, like, this new neighborhood compared to your own. Yeah, no, the most jarring thing is we literally were on the street in, like, uh, I'm not going to mention any names, of course. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um, But, uh, yeah, we moved in, and within three hours of us unloading our stuff, why have we met, like, four of our neighbors already? I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> like, what is, this is, like, you know, like, I lived downtown for a year. Like, yeah, I saw, like, you know, the other people that lived in the townhouses with me. But all except, um, like, you know, like my neighbor that lived above me, did I actually know by name? And that only happened because we're both like smokers <laughs> and like <laughs> we're smoking and we're like, oh, you smoke? Yeah, you smoke. And we've seen each other in the dispensary, too. And it's like, oh, we have that in common. And we had similar jobs. You know what I mean? And we talked about work a little bit. But that's the one neighbor I met in the like full year that I lived out. I lived downtown for a year and a month, actually funny. I thought it was just a full year. It was a year and a month. Mm. And when did you meet him? Not too long. Like, <sighs> you... No. So in, I met him when I first moved, I met him like okay. probably September, August, this September. Like, I met him then like, we exchanged each other's like names. I don't remember his name. Like I wasn't going to mention if I did, but like shout out to him. I recognize him anywhere. So I met him then. Uh, and then I'd seen him maybe like two or three times more before December. And however, from January till like September that we just moved out, I probably saw him twice. So I probably <laughs> saw my neighbor like five times. <laughs> like, and he lived like right above me. Like I probably saw him five times in the full like year that I lived there. And it was like, that's it. But it was like the neighbor we saw on the street the first day, we saw her like three times. I remember on Sunday like, mm -hmm. or Saturday, the next day we see her again. Argue, you saw her again like yesterday. Like, I yeah. believe, you know we met, what I mean? We met her whole family. We met her, We've whole, met family. her whole family from the dog to her husband to her daughter. You know what I mean? So I feel like that was, that's probably like the it's most jarring thing. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty new. Like, it's comforting, like in a sense. Also a little like, you know, like, uh, but like, yeah, like it's just a new experience for me, I'd say. What about yeah. you? It's the most jarring thing for you. Like, you know, it's funny because I, I think I moved from like a bit of a calmer neighborhood, but like I like, you know, half the time I would spend like in square one. So I guess like that's kind of mm -hmm. like city center vibes. It's just not as busy yeah. as like Toronto vibes. But like, so I'm used to the whole like suburb living thing, you know, like the neighbors and everything like that. You know, like like the thing with like suburban neighbors, like you you just kind of like a part of each other's lives, you know, is mm -hmm. you, you see each other, you know, like people who live in the suburbs generally stay there for longer than people who stay in the city. So, you know, True. they actually make the effort to like know their neighbors because it's like an investment for them almost, mm. you know, it's like, Oh, like I want a good relationship with the people that I might be staying next to for like 15 years. You know, like that's, I think that makes sense in anybody's mind. Yeah, That does make sense. That <clears throat> does make sense. That's but I think the most jarring thing for me was nothing to do with neighborhood. You know, like I obviously like I live down 
you know, it's like now I'm coming, I'm, I'm living on my own. And, you know, yeah, I did the whole like living on my own thing in Ottawa. And that was, that was, that was fun. That was its own thing, but it wasn't like, you know, I was still dependent back then. You know what I mean? It was, it was, and we were talking about this because you have dependence now, but it's like, <laughs> when you start looking at your life as like dependent versus non-dependent, it really puts yeah. shit into perspective for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yo, that's so true. Right now. I'm a bit fucked, don't you think? Yeah. You know, like it's it's uh, no. I have I have a good family. I have, uh, you know, I have people who like care for me and who got my back. But it is like a new thing, you know, when you're when you're setting up and you're seeing like, oh, okay, like I'm potentially paying like three hundred fifty dollars every three months for water, like maybe one hundred fifty a month for gas, maybe one hundred fifty a month for electricity. You know, like shit adds up. You know, like it was it was funny, like. I like I got a bunch. I have a bunch of benefits from work. Everything I can expense like certain things like on a monthly basis. But when I'm living at home, I don't have that many expenses that fall under that. So I don't even bother to use it most of the time. It just kind of like sits and accumulates. But since moving, oh, bro, I've had receipts <laughs> uploaded on a daily basis, man. Like, like <laughs> left and right because it's really oh, forcing me to think about like, okay, like how am I gonna budget this? Like how am I gonna make this work? You know, it's like. You're seeing what options you have. I'm like, no, I have so much time to do this because, you know, like I don't have to like sit down and have dinner with my mom and grandma, you know, or my dad or whatever it is. You know, like I have more time for myself. I can take a second job if I want to, you know what I mean? And like afford better things for myself, whatever it is. Like a lot of the perspective that I've gained is in the power of the decisions that I have. You know, and it's like that. I think when you're on your own and you're uninhibited by the moving parts of being a dependent, you know, because there's when you're dependent, there's certain decisions that you don't need to bother yourself with. So you yeah. don't think about them. Yeah. But now it's like, okay, you have no choice but to think about them. And that like forces you to have a little bit of a different perspective. I don't know. I don't know. Was that kind of the case when you like you move different countries? You know what I mean? But I guess I don't know if principles like similarly translate. No, like, I think I really loved your description there. Like, I was nodding my head as you were talking. Yeah, like, just realizing the power of your decisions gives you a very different perspective. And at least for me, <laughs> realizing the power of my decisions was always, like, it always came with consequences, right? Like, good or bad. Because when it's good, I'd probably overgive myself credit for it, <laughs> like, you know, a little bit more than I deserve. And when it went bad, it, I, like, you know, like, I'm, yeah, I self-deprecate. Like, I think in a healthy enough way, because, like, you know, my ego's pretty huge, too. But, like... It's hard, it's hard to deprecate a head that big. <laughs> <laughs> do you get what I mean? So, like, yeah, like, I do deprecate. I, I self-deprecate, you know, a decent amount, but, like, yeah, that was because it's high highs and low lows, right? Because, like, uh, yeah, like, a decision that you make, you know, like, doesn't just affect you at some point right now. Like, it affects, like, future you. It affects people around you, like, friends or family, right? And, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> I said disgusting. Well, it is, it is annoying, like, you know, having to factor all of that in when you're making a decision, right? Because, like, now... Like, you know, you just can't do that. But, you know, in the end of the day, like, you do have some freedom in that decision-making. You know, I, I won't say it's all bad. Like I said, like, like when it goes really well, like, hey, man, like, you're on cloud nine for, mm -hmm. for a minute. <laughs> and <laughs> you also have, like, you know, freedom for spontaneity as well, right? And and that's kind of like, you know, there's, there's a really high high with that because you make some spontaneous decisions and you love them. And just really, really low lows with that because you make some spontaneous decision and you face the consequences instantly. You're like, oh my gosh, I was not ready for this, right? So yeah, like I think, I think, yeah, that's something like you'll enjoy thoroughly. It's like a power. <laughs> and like you'll use it, like you know, you it's like you blow some stuff up <laughs> and you do some cool shit with it. And like, you know, I but at the end of the day, like, you know, you'll master it and I'm still mastering it. Like I can't say like I'm anywhere. <laughs> I'm anywhere like much farther than where you are. I've just like, you know, been doing it a little bit longer, not that much, just a little yeah. bit longer. And I've made a few more mistakes. <laughs> just well, you spend more. Longer in the game. That's a yeah, like five but, years yeah. living on my own. I'll probably make some goddamn mistakes. Yeah. So, <laughs> but but no, that is that for me as well. When it happened, I think it was like my second year, third year. Like no, my yeah, my third year it was my third year. Like that was when 
I started getting like pretty independent. Like it was a process. I wasn't just, and as I'm sure it has been for you as well, right? Like you've been gradually getting more and more independent. And then finally it's like, yeah, the plugs court, like the yeah. plugs cut. And, and yeah, I think like the plug got cut for me, like maybe like at the end of university, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was like, yeah, it was a gradual process then, but for my third year, it was like starting to get cut gradually. And, yeah, you just, you enjoy it and like, like yeah, like if you're going to have a great time doing it. But again, like now, like I think I was saying like, yeah, your parents can't talk shit to you no more because guess what? <laughs> kind of paying the exact same bills as they are. <laughs> if anything, you can complain about the exact same shit to the, like, yeah. man, like your boss bitching at you, man. Like what is up with water? Why the fuck is water so expensive? Guys? <laughs> yeah, what is the city doing? And then, you know, you, you, your tax bill comes at the end of the year and you're like, what the fuck? Like, what is this girl doing with my money? Like, you know, <laughs> Oh, hey, you know what's funny? It's like levels to this shit. Cause like we're we're renting and we're dealing with these bills. Yo. True, like the true. bills that come with owning are just a completely different, different thing. It's a completely different, thing. different mess. Different thing entirely. And the responsibility yeah. that comes imagine if like I mean we still we're still calling like property managers and stuff. Like yeah. like we'd have to have a guy for everything, honestly. Like, you know, you have to have like a handyman on your speed dial. Like, yeah. you know, like it's, it's a huge responsibility. So there's, there's definitely more steps to take, yeah. but you know, like no rush. I'm not, in, I remember when I used to be in a rush to grow up, I'm not in a rush to grow up anymore. If anything, I like, you know, not in a like weird way, but like, you know, like I feel, pro, I'm, I feel like I'm approaching 25 really closely and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I remember being 21, how fun that was. Like, and I go back to being that, <laughs> but like with the rest of the stuff that comes with being 25, <laughs> you know? I think like speaking to like your, like, yeah, it's like a whole like gradual thing. Right. And it's like, even like when we were kids, you know, I, I remember like, let's say like my parents would go out, you know, like every once in a while, once in blue, where I get left home at alone and i'd be like yo this is awesome you know like yeah i can take care of myself you know like this, this is great and then i go do some dumb shit like burn tape in the garage or something like that you know just because i can you know it's literally just like uh like oh you have some freedom you have room for spontaneity go do some dumb shit you know like yeah, you know I mean? yeah. but yeah, I don't even know where I was going with that, to be honest. It was like... Uh, You're saying the process is gradual. And the process is, is fully gradual. You know, I feel like we've been preparing for this, like, essentially our whole lives. True. You know, it's, it's it's nothing like... It's it's nothing that we shouldn't have been able to do. It's just like, uh, oh, fuck. Okay, now I need to, you know, kind of grab the, the reins a little bit harder and, and yeah. try not to make yeah. as many mistakes as I once did. You know, and yeah, like the trial and error comes into play at that point. Really, it is. It does. I was. I was also gonna mention. Um, I think a big difference for me moving this time is just where we live now. Like you know, yeah. you spoke about living. This is my first time living in anything resembling a suburb, right? Like, like I've always been like in the city in an apartment or in a townhouse, as the case last year, and. I just remember the, I think Saturday night was our first night sleeping here. Mm -hmm. And like, I went downtown for my boy's birthday and we had a great time. Ooh, yeah, that's probably going to come up in the community highlight. Uh, but yeah, we had a great time. And then I remember like, I forgot my key or I left my key with somebody and I was like, hey guys, like leave the back door open for me. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, you know, like coming home, like at like one thirty a.m. Like you know through the back door. Yeah, like I was partying till one thirty. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, through the back door at one thirty, and like you know, I, I just felt like oh, like sheesh. Yeah, like I'm in the suburb now. Like you know, like I can't yeah. come in. Like I could have come in through the front, but like you know, it was just like oh, my parents are in there. Like I'm sleeping <laughs> through the back. Like I don't want to make too much noise. And I remember I knew the guys would be up, and I wasn't trying to make it. Arya comes downstairs in the row. I'm like off. Oh, <laughs> I, was, I was wide awake, bro. I was, I was that was the night I went. I set up my desk and everything. And I was up so late that night. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm like my dad though, because like I come in and I go straight to the fridge to go eat some of Mama Luke's leftovers. I'm joking, like Luke. This is not Mama Luke. I'm just calling Luke Mama Luke. Now. 
Yeah. For the case of this analogy, go eat the leftovers you left me in the fridge and I'm mucking it. And Arya's like, yo, so how was your night? <laughs> and like, the difference is if I wouldn't tell my dad that I'd lie <laughs> and say something. Like, oh, yeah, like, we sat down, ate some cake, and danced. <laughs> but like, yeah, though, with Arya, I was like, oh, yeah, I know we did this and we did that and we did this. Like, you know, it was like, like a full break. And Luke comes downstairs because he's awake too. And, and like, I like, in that moment, I felt like, we had a home. Like it, it didn't feel like an apartment. There was like a, I was sitting, we we're all sitting on the dining table. We have a dining table. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Sheesh. Like, like, you know, like it, it felt like a home, like coming through the backyard. Like, you know, it was like, yeah, you were coming from the basement, Luke coming from upstairs. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, that's like a house. Yeah. Like it's the first time since I've like lived, like I've stayed in houses for like holidays, but like it never felt like mine. I was always in someone else's house. And mm. there's only a certain level of comfort that you feel in someone else's house, even if they're family, right? But like this, like, I mean, like, I feel like, this is my house as much as, you know, it is everybody else's that lives here. So there's yeah. a certain level of comfort it was. And this is the first time I felt like home in a home. And this is especially different for me because I remember when I first moved to Toronto, I was staying, like I had like a little period where I was like super anxious and like, you know, just didn't feel comfortable and didn't feel at home. Granted, I was moving from one city to the other, but like even still, like it took me a while, like at least a month or two for me to start feeling at home in, in my little apartment there. But like with this, it was instant. And it was just like, yeah, I guess, you know, it's like, I guess uh, you and Luke can take some credit to that as well. Like, you know, just having a home cooked meal on the first, I think it was barbecue you guys had. We barbecued the first night, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's like having that home cooked meal at home and like, you know, coming in through the back and niggas asking how your day was. It's like, I was like, just contrasting that. Like if this was me literally three days ago, it'd be me coming back, like figuring out whether it's McDonald's or A&W, <laughs> like ordering that, like putting on the TV, like watching some shit, falling asleep, waking up to my Uber guy calling me. <laughs> like, you know, like going out, eating my food, like fucking passing out on the couch, waking up at like 5 a.m. or 6 a.m. and being like, oh shit, go to your room. You know oh, what I mean? Shit. Like, here we go again. Yeah, no. So, like, yeah, that's just like just living in a home and feeling homey, like that quick. Yeah, I feel like, yeah, that was not jarring, but like, you know, a big change that I felt yeah. like, you know, moving in. And, like, that was yeah, beautiful. That was very beautiful. Very beautiful. I think for sure, yeah. yeah, like this feels, I think anything, you know, you just go anywhere, you can find a house, you know, but I think, yeah, very yeah. quickly, you made this feel like a home. Which is very, yeah, very different, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, yeah, the, we left the back door. You can't leave the back door open, Don. <laughs> you, you, you will wake up with a bum and, like, a, a bum on your couch in a rummage apartment. That's what I'm oh, saying, yeah. bro. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a family neighborhood. It's good. And you guys will be hearing a lot more stories. We're, we're almost at time for today, but you guys are going to be hearing a lot more stories about you know, the shit that we do, the fun that we have. We're going to try and do videos soon. So, you know, keep an eye for that. I know we haven't been too active on social media, but we're going to make D do more work. Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talent. Yo, like fucking guys, if, you li if you're listening, start a petition. D does not want to do work. <laughs> he wants to remain hard talent. Work, hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Mm -hmm. I, don't, I don't know what that means, man. That was some shit. That's some cookie, Ooh. some fortune cookie shit. <laughs> I, I don't believe that fortune cookie shit, bro. <laughs> that voodoo shit. <laughs> All right. Well, um, now that we're at time, we might as well get on with our community highlights. So, D, you got anything to read? No. All right. Neither do I. Uh, <laughs> that was quick. Anything to eat? Ooh, um, Wingstop. <laughs> Yo, we, we'll recommend Wingstop, but you know how we feel. So you know how we, I, I still think it's like, you know, it wasn't bad. It. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't bad. bad. We'll just say we'll that. It. It, yeah. it wasn't bad. And the price wasn't awful. We got like 15 wings plus big bucket, bucket of fries and two drinks with sauce for like 30 bucks. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good like end of night meal, like 15 bucks each. Like, Wings yeah. are expensive in general, so like I don't know what that, they expect, that is true. You know, that is but true. it was so, good. Yeah, yeah. good price. Like you know, like yeah, check out Wingstop. Um, yeah. 
I wouldn't mind going back, you know, and maybe it was the flavor, but we need to have more flavors before we make a definitive decision. True, true, true. But yeah, it, yeah. it like didn't said, blow like me away said, right off the bat. It didn't blow me away. Like I said, it won't be my last time. I'm going to go a few more times, but it's going to be a few. That's not like, it's not going to be a Popeye. It's like, I, like I yeah. try and go to Popeye. It's like, you know, like if I can't, like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we'll, know what I mean? we'll make this a thing over the next year. We'll, we'll monitor our, uh, Appreciation to Wingstop over the, over several yeah. months. Those yeah, like, we'll, see we'll check in. It. Yeah, we'll check in every like three episodes. You know, see, hey, Wings been to Wingstop recently. <laughs> Do you know what? Like, look at me doing work right now, like working hard. Yeah, we should have a, a Wingstop counter. Should be like one of our social media yeah. stuff. You can you can make it. Yeah, is I'm working hard just guy. speaking it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the ideas guy, guys. I smoke too much. Too many ideas. I need to take a nap. Not too many ideas. Slow down, dude. Slow down. Slow down. You're going to work yourself too hard. It's too much for you. It's too much for you. All right. Okay. Anything else to eat? No. Barbecue. No. Go go get you some barbecue. Yeah. Shout out. Shout out barbecue general. Um. Okay. Anything to watch? Oh. Uh. Yeah. The new Lord of the Rings is out. I haven't been able to watch it because of my weekend, but apparently, um, twenty five million uh, viewers, but like thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. But like, I don't know. Like, they have me hooked. I'm gonna watch everything that yeah. they make. Like either way. Um, I'd advise my listeners to do so as well. So yeah, get to it. Um, anything else? I don't know if I was watching anything else. New episode of Rick and Morty's out. We're gonna start watching. Today. Oh shit! New season. Yeah, yeah. Season six, episode one is out. Yeah, we're we're getting to that tonight. So yeah, yeah. No, that's big. That's actually pretty fucking huge. So yeah, shout out Rick and Morty. That's bad. What was what was the show you and Luke were watching too? Um, uh, I like Luke's already seen thing. it, but I, I was watching The Sopranos. No, 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 it was actually funny. Like they, they dropped this season like a while ago. And I remember Luke uh, messaged me and he was like, yo, there's a new season of solar opposites that released like three months ago. And we're like, holy shit. Like if this was like university or like, you know, during the pandemic when we were always just like, you know, smoking and watching shit on the weekends, um, we'd be all over it. But, you know, we've been so busy like doing things and like, you know, just like having other things to do that. We didn't even think about it. So, yeah, shout out to Solar Office. It's very good. Very good show. Mm. All right. <clears throat> Anything to listen to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the new J.I.D. Go listen album. To, yeah, sorry. Go. Go first. <laughs> sorry. Uh, didn't coordinate that. But, yeah, the new J.I.D. album, Jid, The Forever Story. <laughs> Go check that out. Go check that out. That was, uh, that was a pretty good album. I remember, yeah, we were listening to it like uh, – while we were working, um, that was pretty good. Um, also, I was gonna shout out uh, a new Nonso Amadi song, "Eye to Eye." Um, I got put onto that this week. It's all right. Uh, check him out. Nonso Amadi's getting uh, for the people that know him, he's getting active again. I think he dropped a song with, uh, I think Majid Jordan. Yeah, mm-hmm. nice. and now uh, he's like he's like a Nigerian that went. He's in Canada, like or went to school in Canada. He went to McMaster, I believe. And like he blew up in like 2016, 2017, and then he kind of went underground again. And now he's back out, like, you know, so shout out to him. Shout out. Check him out. Right. Everyone go listen to Milky Way by Boys. Bossy Badass. Oh, oh shit. Yes. Uh, Special shout out to Spaceships plus Rockets. Yeah, exactly. D and I were like jamming that on the way to Vaughn yesterday, and it was just, it's just a vibe, bro. It's like we were, we were like D brought up a good point where we were both talking. It's like, yo, not enough DJs play this song because like, I never hear this when I go, but it is such a good fucking like dance banger. You know, like yeah, you're, like I wouldn't even mind like peeking my night to this kind of like music. Mm-hmm. You know, like this song really? specifically. It was just good. It just kept going. It was great. Loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. Uh, yeah. 
I, I was going to say, I, do you have one more recommendation? And so the party I went for on Friday, it was a Caruza party and it was some kind of, I'm a piano Afrobeat house mm-hmm. kind of party. And it was bumping. It was a fucking vibe. Like I had like the best time. I wish I was there with like beautiful girl mm-hmm. and like, you know, some more drugs. Like it was like a great time. And so yeah, check out Caruza. It's K U R U Z A double A. I think I'll, I'll I'll we'll send it. It'll be there. Go check out their parties. Like I just went to one, and now I'm like, yo, <laughs> I need to go to many more. <laughs> so yeah, go check that out. Awesome. And I also want to shout out uh, Black Chains new release. Gotta let go. Shout out Black Chains. All mm. uh, right. Yeah, actually, I'm gonna recommend their sound system too. Sorry. Yeah. So the Caruza yeah. sound system. Yeah, we'll we'll tag that in on the uh, what's it called highlights beautiful all right well ladies and gentlemen that brings episode 73 to an end um, 74 74 okay yes yeah, episode 74 we we appreciate having you as always you're still listening and we know we've we've been on up and down waves but you know you're still here that's the only thing that matters as long as you're still here we're always going to be able to bounce back and bring you everything that you want to listen to so until next time one love. One love. Mwah.